Hello, my friends. Thank you so much for being here at the Becoming You Forever podcast. My name is Emily Peterson, and I will be your host. I am a master energy healer and certified neural life coach. I'm a mother of four and a wife of 15 years. I love the beach. I love my feet in the sand and the water and connecting to the earth and all things music and fun and play. I love dance fights with my son where we play and pretend. And you know what? I love using my unique gifts and abilities to help busy women access their inner guidance, confidence, and power to be able to transform their life from the inside out, to finally conquer overwhelm and anxiety, and to feel in control of their lives again, thus becoming the next level version of themselves, becoming you forever. Thanks for being here. Hey friends, thanks for being here and thanks for continuing to listen and to follow through with whatever you're doing in your life that's helping you to improve in your relationships and with your own personal relationship with yourself and implementing these things and sharing with me what you've learned and just being here because sometimes I've realized that, you know, I love to consume information. I love to get tips and ideas and help from other people. And I also realize that it's so important to also contribute so that we're not only consuming all of the information and all of the free stuff that we can get and all of that, but when we actually contribute and we share what we have learned or when we whether it's sharing a podcast or sharing information or helping other people with whatever it is that they're going through or sharing it on a post or even commenting on other people's posts on social media. That's part of our contribution so that we're not just always consuming all the information because otherwise we forget what we learn for one. And for another, we don't show as much appreciation and gratitude if we're not giving back. So I really appreciate how amazing all of you are and the opportunity that I also have to share and contribute in this way. I really love doing the podcast and last week, I'm not sure if you noticed, but I had actually missed that week and it had been um, a fairly busy week where I don't like to use the word busy. It ha- it was productive, um, but it was a week filled with different things than usual. And so it kind of threw me off my schedule and traveling and taking care of my daughter and going to the doctors and um, different things like that has just made it so I didn't show up. Although I did show up for myself still, I just didn't show up on the podcast. So I apologize for not being there last week and hope that you still stick with it and keep listening and keep, you know, applying the things that you can learn. Um, Something that I have been really working on implementing even more. And then I'm noticing it with so many other people, whether it's on coaching calls or whether it's um, just following people on social media, listening and observing and watching what other people are experiencing in their lives, that I really want to show up in a space of love and curiosity so that I have less judgment and then I'm less fearful and worried about 
um, whatever it is, like future or choices others are making or whatever it is. And it's really been helping me. I made a conscious decision, decision, excuse me, to really be more aware of why am I doing these things? Why am I doing the laundry? Why am I showing up every day to take care of these kids? Why am I traveling and taking my daughter to the doctor's that's five hours away? Why am I, um, you know, serving and helping and loving and taking care of my family? Why, why am I trying to teach them and encourage them to live good, righteous lives? Why do I think these things are important? And as I ask myself these questions, I more consciously decide ahead of time that it's out of love and it's out of desire to really just love on purpose and to love unconditionally without strings attached, without them having to do something that makes me feel like it's easy to love them, that I can just love them and love myself and stop judging myself and be more curious about thoughts that are going on in my head. And I had these thoughts, these particular thoughts that were running through my head, believe it or not. So like when we think about, there's that song, believe it or not, I'm walking on air or whatever it is. And then, and then I was even thinking Ripley's believe it or not, there are things that we, we listen to, or we observe, or we see, and like the different things that people can do. Sometimes we're like, oh my heck, I can't believe that that person can do that particular thing. Um, believe it or not. So even if you don't believe it, some things you, you see with your own eyes and you're like, oh, well now I have to believe it. And here's what I want to offer, that when we have thoughts in our head and we have stories that we create from these thoughts that come, the thoughts and the stories and everything come from just what we are viewing and our perception of things around us in our life because we can have things that are neutral. So you could easily be watching a show like, I know it's old school, Ripley's Believe It or Not, right? Where they they used to show different people's um, world records, things that people would do that you're just like, oh my heck, I can't believe that. But it's true because this is what they did or this is what they said or this is how this worked out for them. So there was this this truth in it, right? But then our thoughts would create a story that we would start to believe. So we would believe that even if we didn't hear the backstory of somebody's history and what helped them be able to achieve certain goals or to do these certain things or whatever it was, then we have these thoughts in our head. And sometimes we we would look at that person and think, oh, well, that person could do it because this is the circumstance that they grew up in, or this person did it because they were so smart, or this person is just a lot more um, resilient and stronger than I am. So we create these stories and we start to believe these stories. And the more that we feed our brain these thoughts and these stories, and the more that we believe them, the more that we think they're true. And it's hard to kind of like distinguish between what's actually truth and what is just a thought and a story and a belief that we have. And if we just took the time to observe 
our thoughts before we actually start to believe that they're truth, then it actually helps us to gain more power over ourselves and over our brain and over our response to things in our lives. So I want to share an example of um, something that as a teenager, I I guess this would be a truth because it did happen in the in the past. So here's a truth. My story is that I said certain words. So I'm a 14-year-old kid and I'm standing outside of a church in a parking lot and the boy crush that I had was across the parking lot and my friend was right next to me. And I yelled, "I love you so and so." Right? So I am just out in the open and I yell to him. He's the only other person out there except my friend next to me. And those are the words that I said. And then my friend, she left. She no longer stood beside me as I said these words. She went back inside. And my thoughts and my story, my belief about this particular experience and this time in my life was that this friend was embarrassed by me. She didn't want to stand next to me. And so she went inside because she didn't want that person to think that that was her. But the thing is, that wasn't a truth. That's just a story I've held on to for many years of my life thinking, I shouldn't do things like that. I shouldn't live as my true self and be kind of goofy and silly and loud and say what I think because people are embarrassed by me if I do. So I created that story and that caused me to start to feel kind of embarrassed when I would do things like that again. So then that would lead me to kind of hiding, turning inside, not not fully showing myself, not fully showing up as the true 100% authentic my, me, myself and I. And then the result is that I'm still pretending and hiding and not sharing all of myself. And so it's kind of an interesting thing. If we think about something, whether it's something from the past or something like right now, you have a story about something your child said or something your spouse said or something that somebody else said or um, a situation happening in the world or whatever it is. We have the opportunity to just literally be the observer of all of our thoughts before we choose to really believe that they're truth. And now what I have done is gone back to that story, and I'm deciding that, of course, she didn't want to be next to me. That's okay. I mean, maybe she was embarrassed, but it doesn't mean that I have to hide who I am, and I don't have to stop doing those things just because somebody else doesn't think it's appropriate or okay. It doesn't mean that it was wrong because I wasn't hurting anybody, and I wasn't um, causing problems or anything like that. And so now I'm rewriting my story and my belief in my own brain to tell myself that it's okay to show up as my true authentic self, that it's okay if other people are embarrassed by me, or it's okay if sometimes I am loud and 
and people have their own thoughts about it. Or it's okay if, you know, not everybody is okay with the way that I am. (laughs) And that's okay. Because then I start to show up as my true self and I start to love myself through it all. And I don't want to have to hide and pretend and um, shy away and close off because that's not who I am, right? And so I don't want to start changing parts of me unless, of course, I want to because of I realized that that wasn't something that was helpful. It was more hurtful and it was causing problems. And I choose to change that. But I don't want to just change these things and hide these parts of me just because somebody else might be uncomfortable around me. And I think this is really important because there's a lot of us who would rather people please because we don't know how to approach other people when they're feeling uncomfortable with us. And so we'd rather just let them be comfortable and then we suffer in the meantime. Instead, we choose to be the ones uncomfortable because of their discomfort. But what I want to offer is that, you know, if there's a situation or a person or something in your life where you feel like you always have to be a certain way around these people, I just want to offer that we can observe and be more curious about why we're doing it and who we really want to show up as for ourselves. And and if we show ourselves that grace and that love to still show up as the truest version of ourselves, it's so empowering and so beautiful. And, And it's only going to offer the world and the people in our lives a part of us that they need or that we get to be true to ourselves because that's going to light the world around us to encourage and help other people to live true to themselves too. So when I talk about living true to ourselves, I'm really just focusing on those parts of us that we we hide away and we stuff down inside just because we're afraid of the judgment and we're afraid of hurting other people. And of course, we don't want to purposely and intentionally cause harm or, you know, make other people, no, we can't make other people feel anything. But we don't want to just intentionally do things that we know would affect somebody else. So I'm still going to be respectful. I'm still going to be kind and compassionate and loving and um, show up in an intentional way of love for myself and for those around me. I hope that this episode has been helpful to you to see how you can really just show up as the version of yourself that you truly are, your true authentic self, without the the idea that we need to always please those around us and that we can also balance, you know, from having boundaries and also being loving and respectful and compassionate toward other people and ourselves. And that we get to enjoy our life by showing up as our true, authentic self. And that is something that I'm reincorporating into my life because I know that I've, I've shut some of those parts of me down. And I'm sure some of you have had those same experiences, whether it's mental illness, whether it's you know a situation that you've had to deal with in your life or other people or relationships or money or whatever it is or health, you know, all of these things 
we still get to decide right now who we want to be, how we want to show up, and what we truly want to believe. And what we want to decide is a truth or is a story. And to really understand if it's a truth or if it's just a thought or a story is to know what it is that someone specifically said or a situation that has already occurred and you know the exact details that you could actually um, prove like in a court of law or other people would say the same exact thing so it's not an opinion. And if you if you know the difference between something that is a truth and then your thoughts and your beliefs about that that's going to be the game changer for you. For all of us, it makes a huge difference. So just start observing and taking the time to be aware of those thoughts as they're creating and generating stories and beliefs for yourself. And then decide, is that really helping me? Do I want to believe it or not? Right? Do I really want to believe that this was a truth or or not? How is that helping? How is that serving me? How is that benefiting me or others? And um, what what do I really want to experience in this life? And who do I want to be? That is what I would love for you to challenge yourself to do is really just observe your thoughts. Observe the situation. Observe even something that somebody else may have said that may have thrown you off and you kind of feel this, for me, I kind of feel this change, whether it's in my chest, my heart starts pumping and I kind of feel this anxiety or I feel it in my stomach where I'm just like, oh no, I feel sick to my stomach. Why did they say that? I don't even know how to respond. Or I feel this fear and my I, I turn red in my face and my head gets hot or something. Um, just start paying attention to all of those things before you decide to respond. If you have the chance, that would be so helpful. Before you decide to respond or to overreact or to, you know, take some different action or to change things about yourself, just observe and be aware of yourself and of your thoughts and of who you truly want to be and show up as that version of yourself. I love you all and I'm so grateful that you have shown up for yourself and have shared this and I hope you have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. Thank you for showing up and being part of the Becoming You Forever community. If any of this is valuable to you, I ask that you would share with others. Just go ahead and share the link. And you could also get onto iTunes if you have the opportunity and share a review and leave me a five star because I know that that's how you are. You show up and you just help and serve so many other people. We help one another as we share what is of value to us. And I am so grateful to be here. If you do not have a coach and you are seeking more support and just need more clarity in your life and want more harmony and confidence to thrive and to become that next level version of yourself, I would love to be your coach and I would love to support you however I can. So go ahead and just reach out at www.insightsfromemily.org.